In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you into the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with our producer, co-host and the right-hand man of the Men in the Arena podcast, Dale Culver. What's going on today, man? I'm just here hanging out, podcasting with my brother from another mother. Oh, yeah. You got a man law for me today? Yeah, I just, I've heard this, and I know you've heard it. A lot of us have heard it, but I just threw it in my own words. People don't think about you as much as you think they think about you, so don't spend too much time worrying about what people are thinking about you. Hmm, that's Ooh. confusing. It reminds me of a C.S. Lewis quote. He said, Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. Right. And I think that's kind of what you just said. Okay. Right? Sure, yeah. So, So. yeah, people don't think about you. That's kind of it. We live in an egocentric world. It's all about how many thumbs we get to tap on our social media sites and and hearts are we put on our Instagram page or whatever they do anywhere else. Endorphins are released when you see likes. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like if, once we can get over ourselves, right. we can start moving on to our best version. So, there yeah, I go. really like that, man. Think about other people. And that's what men in the arena do. They get in the arena. They're, they're down there for others. They're not down there for themselves. But others are watching them, but they're down there on behalf of and for the betterment of others. So kind of, If your nose is to the grindstone, you're not looking around worrying about who's applauding you. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's the it's being bored. It's being selfish. It's being entitled. So hey, I want to get into the meat of the podcast today, and uh, this is something I've been working on. It's been one of the biggest struggles I've had in my life over the course of my life, from the very early days when my wife, my mom said I not my wife, my mom said I was husky. So I have struggled with food all my life. I've struggled with eating all my life. Um, if you were to see me walk in a room, you would not say that I'm an obese man, although I am a large man and I'm a heavy man, and I'm a but I'm a working out guy. I've worked out all my life, and I've uh, tried about every diet under the sun, and I've been doing something the last four months that's really been helping me, and um, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I have been dropping about about a pound a week 
sometimes not that much. Uh, just really been slow, and I, I thought, I want to talk to you guys about some things I'm learning about diet, because I really believe if you want to change your life, part of that is changing your diet, changing what you're putting in your body, changing how you're fueling yourself. And so this morning I was reading the Bible as I do every day, and I read Proverbs 13, 11 in the New Living Translation, which is my one-year Bible. I always also read Holman Christian Standard Bible, and I have a New American Standard that's my go-to. But in uh, Proverbs 13, 11, it says this, Wealth from get-rich-quick schemes quickly disappears Wealth from hard work grows over time. And I thought, that's a great diet verse. And so I've been thinking about diet, and I've been thinking about what are some truths out there that we can really talk to you about when it comes to food. And I've got seven things I want to share with you that I've been working on, and I'm, I'm discovering after 30 years, these are some truths. I think they can help those of you guys who are wrestling with your weight. So the first truth is this. The diet I choose needs to be slow, it needs to be slow. It needs to be something that is not get skinny fast. You know, all these people that are posting pictures of all the weight they've lost, they usually gain it back. Statistically, we know this is true. They gain it back and then some. So any 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 diet out there that promises to get get you slim quick, I would really, really avoid it. It usually is more about them getting dollars than you getting slim. Number two, it has to be food I see. So these are all S words. I need to be able to be able to see and recognize that it's food. If it's if I look at this food and I can't tell what it actually is, I probably should stay away from it. That eliminates candy. That eliminates processed food. That eliminates so many things. Number t- number three, it needs to be sustainable. In other words, I want to have a diet uh, or a way of eating that I can sustain over the course of my life. Now I. My, for my body type, this is different for everybody, but for my body type, for me personally, I really do well on a low-carb, a higher-fat type of diet, uh, one that involves a lot of vegetables and so and, and limited fruits, but a lower-carb, higher-in-the-fat. So that's for me. But for you, what is sustainable? Number four, it needs to be science-supported. In other words, is there widespread scientific proof out there besides somebody selling a book, besides somebody who's trying to make money off of their diet? Is there science supporting this diet that you're looking at? So for me, I've read books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Live Right for Your Blood Type. Uh, I've read a lot of books that deal with your body makeup. And for me, I've come up with this as my solution. But what what science is supporting uh, your diet style, your diet, diet choices? Number five, solid food. In other words, if it goes back to uh, number two, you should be able to see it as food. If it's a shake, if it's something I have to drink, if it's a replacement meal, that is not a long-term solution. It is not sustainable, and it's not solid food, and I would really highly avoid it. And you're paying a ton of money for it, usually hundreds of dollars a month, and I would really avoid it. If it's not solid food, I would really eliminate any shake, any drink, Anything from your diet that, that you're using as your primary source of food, I just don't think that's healthy for you, and I don't think it's sustainable. I know it's not because I have done that on numerous occasions and gained the weight back and then some. Number six, is it safe? In other words, in anything with extreme caloric restriction or massive weight loss prom- loss promises, you know, this is if it's if if these groups are promising more than a pound a week, this is not healthy. It's not safe for you. It's not safe for your heart. And 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 anything with an extreme caloric restriction, these things are not safe for you. So be really careful. And then the seventh one is my favorite, and this one's Sabbath proof. In other words. Can I have a day of the week where I just kind of lose all bodily function and go for it? 
can I have a pizza day? And this is where I've eliminated keto. I don't do a keto diet. I don't do Atkins diet because those diets, you can't have a Sabbath. You can't fake it. You can't fail at all on those diets. It's like five-day recovery if you do fail. And so... Is it, do, is there room in this diet for me to be Sabbath friendly? Did I have a day where I just relax or vacation week without totally losing it? So, guys, these are things I've been thinking about in my own life. Uh, I'm training for the death ruck, forty five miles in two days. I'm going. I'm working out four to five times a week. I'm having a great time, uh, losing about a pound a week. Life is good. Uh, things are good. But uh, I'm just on a journey with that, like you guys. I'm not an expert. So don't take these as expert opinions. These are just me talking to fellow men in the arena, trying to help each other, either helping each other out. We'll cut that out and check it out. Just trying to help each other out as we become our best version. Guys, hey, make sure that you subscribe to our free weekly equipping blast at meninarena.org when you grab your free PDF copy of my bathroom book for men. And then also head over to Facebook, join the Men in the Arena Facebook forum for men. Guys, did you know that the Men in the Arena is a nonprofit crowdfunded organization that exists to entire to inspire men to become their best version because of a large group of donors like you guys we are able to offer for free this podcast our training videos equipping blasts discussion forums plus all of our small group resources for missionaries and men in underdeveloped nations all for free you can find out more about how to support this ministry at meninarena.org until next time feel the wet sand of the arena floor hear the deafening roar of the crowd Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Eat good food. Grind it out. And be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.